You're Doug. Okay. Jim is Doug, and I'm Pig Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Patty, who walks away and goes, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for trying. <laughs> Thanks for trying. That's the epitaph for this podcast. Oh, well, thanks for trying. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you ready? Funny. Expensive. Wanna nah. Whatever. Be happy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where 3.30-something share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Todd to God. And Jim. One day when the casting is done, we'll take our pod and go. Today, we cover episode 45, part two of Doug. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. And episode 45, part two's title is Doug's Fan Club. It's us. It's about us. It's all us. I'm doing the Vince McMahon hooting gif right now. <laughs> Me too. This episode rocks. <laughs> this episode was agony to watch. I laughed a bunch uh-huh. this episode. This episode... Oh, I, like we talked about it last episode, but gentle viewer, we're going on a trip. <laughs> this Thankfully, episode... the illegal YouTube channel that we use to watch these is back up, so you, gentle viewer, can watch this if you feel so inclined. You can. And I will break my rule. You should watch this one. You're not going to fucking believe the shit we say. Yeah, because, and, like... In breaking tradition, like, this episode rocks, you should watch it, and I think that's all because it is a writer who has never written a Doug episode before and never will again. Or anything else. (laughs) Nothing else. This is it. It's a perfect (laughs) work of art. Yeah. This is somebody who stepped into the world of creativity, made their mark, and said, yeah, okay, I'm not going to top this. I'm out. It rules so much. Everything about this episode is perfect. Perfect and artistic. <laughs> it is also, I must stress, fucking agony. Yeah, but no, it's the, good. I didn't. I loved bit. every second of it. I did too. Todd, the god. I repeat myself. <laughs> I actually laughed unironically in this episode. Okay, that's on you. This yeah. episode features them reanimating a scene from the first episode to no benefit. <laughs> no benefit at all. Yeah, I think no it's word reason. for word. Is it word it's for word? It's word for word. They didn't change a single part of the script, but it's new animation. Yeah. I mean, I new guess it's because... And also, new, they did change the delivery on some of the lines to make Duds sound mildly less pathetic. Oh, that's true. And also, like, just the art style's different, too. They were just like, oh, this sucks too much. We need it to suck just a little <laughs> bit less. Okay, this sucks just fine. <laughs> yeah, but still maintain the core level of sucking. Maybe it's that they burned the tapes on purpose so they didn't have the old files anymore. <laughs> Oh, all right, so this episode begins with Doug reading a comic book. As soon as I saw that ad for a magic book on the back of a Man of Steel Man comic, I knew it'd be the perfect thing to really impress my friends. I wonder how many, like, friendships this has ruined by a person <laughs> being like, oh boy, I'm gonna go do magic in front of my friends and they're gonna like me afterwards. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what happened to inspire this episode. Oh, almost definitely. Also, it's amazing that this this episode here 
explains Doug's fascination with magic, right? And it really explains it because in the first magic episode, recall, dear reader, the episode where Doug handcuffed himself to Patty, uh, he talked about how... And as a result of also him real. <laughs> as a result of him handcuffing himself to Patty, Patty said that she likes hanging around with him most of all. Right. And recall that in that one, he like sort of said that he's loved magic since forever, right? It showed him watching like Penn and Teller on TV. But this one, it's like him discovering magic for the first time, right? Why didn't this come before the handcuffed one? Yeah. <laughs> This would have made a lot more sense before the handcuff one. Yes. He uses the same friggin' magic words that he is in process of learning in this episode, right? Yeah. It's it's I, lore <laughs> for his magic words. Yes. <laughs> like, and he doesn't know those magic He learns those magic words in this episode. So this one obviously comes before in our timeline. This one becomes before the other magic episode, right? It has to. Yeah. Also, I would like to bring back an old chestnut from season two of the podcast. I'm pretty sure we wrote this episode. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because we've never written anything ever again. <laughs> because it's very much pays attention to Doug lore. It rewrites a bunch of other shit. And it is entirely about ripping on Jim Jenkins. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, uh, so Doug cuts this thing, this this ad out of his comic book. Right. Ruining the comic book. Yeah, remember we also had an episode of, and this is a Man of Steel Man comic. Remember we had an episode about how, like, he was collecting all the Man of Steel Mans and they were, like, pretty valuable? Guess not. Oh, well. (laughs) It's a 90s era comic book. 90s era comic books aren't worth the paper they're printed on. 90s era comic book also did not have clip-out advertisement that you sent in. Yeah, like this, I don't even think this is a clip-out advertisement. I think he's just cutting it out to remember it later. (laughs) He's putting on his memory board. I think so. He's going to carry it around with him so that he can show his friends and be like, see, you're supposed to be amazed. It says so right here. Vinny Vinny Vici. Just chalking the face. Yeah. There is the opposite side of this is a picture of uh, Cerebroella's massive brain. No, brain brainwave woman. Yeah, brainwave woman's massive brain is on the opposite side, and just Doug's dad takes a look and is like, "All right, guess my kid's into some shit." Oh, well, Doug fantasizes after thinking about magic. He fantasizes about. Skeeter, Patty, Chalky, and BB like fawning over him while he's in a sits... weird, vaguely Arabian Nights esque palace. Yeah, he sits in a palace that has like magic shit going on in the background, and he's sitting in a chair in a turban with his eyes closed, like looking like he doesn't give a fuck about anything. And they're just like fawning over him. Like, Patty is kneeling next to his chair with, like, her arms on him. Yeah, there's some weird harem vibes here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose. You want to see my disappearo trick? Doug plays the genie from Aladdin here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Much like noted Arabic voice actor. Fuck, I forgot his name. Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> good, Christ. Good Why one. For some reason, my brain wanted me to say Michael Robbins, and I'm like, wait, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Jim, I knew more actor references than you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Nailed it. I've seen a movie oh, before. Oh, no. I've been banished to the shadow dimension. <laughs> You're going to have to do the rest of the podcast without me anyway. Bye. Okay. Well, so <laughs> Doug says... 
<laughs> that uh, they, they all they all want him to do his disappearo trick, and there he's like. All right, I suppose I'll do it for you. I was just laughing, thinking about when they say, please do your disappear trick. And he's like, okay, and he just leaves the room. (laughs) And they all fucking cheer. (laughs) I mean, that's effectively what he does. Yeah. Because he puts a card in his shirt. Like a, like a playing card in his shirt. And they all talk shit saying that that was sucked. And then he says, vini, vini, vici, and disappears. And they all go, oh my god. And the card remains floating in midair somehow. Yeah. It's real real wizardry. And then the, the fantasy ends and nothing that cool happens ever again. <laughs> nothing that cool like Doug disappearing while everyone uh-huh. cheers ever happens again. Right. Instead, yeah. we get the introduction of Todd the God. <laughs> Todd the God. Well, so before we get the introduction of Todd the God, a bunch of very amazing things happen because it cuts to the title card and comes back and it shows that Doc has learned magic now. Like he has he has read his well, magic book. Doesn't the title card happen after he tries to do tricks for Chalky and Beaver? Oh shit, yeah. you're so right. This is cuz this is my theory is that this episode happens up until the title card appears. Oh, yeah. okay. So you're so right. Okay. So what happens is Bibi and Shaki are at school and they're playing a card game, right? Like they're holding cards and they're clearly in the middle of a two-player card game, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and Doug walks up, he fucking says, Hey, do you want to see a magic trick? And they both no. go, No. No. We're playing a game, Doug, which is pretty close to a line that's actually said. Hey guys, wanna see the disappearo trick? Oh, maybe later, Doug. Well, it'll only take a minute. See, I just take one of these cards. Come on, Doug. We're in the middle of a game. <laughs> I just fucking frown at him and go, no. <laughs> and and then Doug is just, he goes, all right, whatever, shut up. And he steals one of their cards. Off the top of the deck that they're playing a game off of. Yeah. And he's just like, ah, Vinny Vici Vici. And he's like, oh, wait, let me look at my manual. Yeah, because he fucks it up. And they're just like, god damn it, you just ruined the game. And they leave while Doug reads his manual. And then the title card happens. And my pet theory for this episode is that part happened. And everything else after this is in his head. (laughs) That makes sense. That would involve Todd not existing, and I won't accept a world where Todd is not real. <laughs> I mean, Doug doesn't really exist either, Jim. Oh. Todd is real. He's the only real thing in this cursed earth. <laughs> Todd is us. You know, we all know that Todd is our No, I, I am the tiny pig dressed up as Doug. <laughs> this is well, not a bit. He's this, also named This Todd. shows up later. <laughs> this is a bit, but it's a bit that refers to a thing that exists. Sam is not literally a cartoon pig animated by some red curse. Yeah, says you. Well, so Doug, so it comes back to the title card, and Doug is sad that they didn't like his card trick, right? They didn't like this trick that I fucked up. That I fucked up and also ruined your card game in order to shovel into you. To do you. a magic trick. <laughs> that he How fucking up. obnoxious is that? Yeah, just... 
dude, what the hell? We were busy playing Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're playing Magic the Gathering. You have like super expensive cards in front of you, and Doug just like walks up with his like chocolate covered hand and rubs <laughs> chocolate all over your priceless Magic cards. Accidentally eats a black lotus to like fold it and put it in his yeah pants to make it to disappear. Make it disappear. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, Doug, Doug doesn't take that lesson from it. He goes, man, it must be because I wasn't good enough at the magic trick. Yeah. So, so he spends the afternoon wandering through his backyard reading his magic manual and just do- isn't paying attention to anything. But he says that it was Thursday afternoon and and specifically, as usual, the backyard... As usual! <laughs> the <He> serialized says... <laughs> television program, Doug! As usual! He says, as usual, the backyard was taken over by Judy's Pee-wee Shakespeare class. Of course! <laughs> of course! Why wouldn't there be? Something that happens every Thursday. <laughs> We've seen this every week for four years. <laughs> that tracks. So, so I guess no episode has ever happened on a Thursday, right? <laughs> I guess. This is the one and only Thursday duck episode. <laughs> I don't know why Sam's shouting so much. He must be coming down with something. This is just an obvious statement of fact. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, because as Doug is just wandering through the backyard, we see that Porkchop also assists during this class because he is like holding a kid up in an angel costume, like suspended from a tree. And kids are building, like, this amazing boat set piece, right? Yeah. Like, it's very good. <laughs> These, I'm like, babies. I remember. Sam, is there, like, an elemental or some bullshit in the Tempest? Because I think that's the... I'm vaguely recalling there is something like that. I think it start. I think it's, like, a wind elemental and starts with, like, an A, I believe. Uh, yeah, okay. So that's who that is. All right. I was just trying to remember. Maybe okay. uh, Prospero. He's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Prospero's the wizard, and I think he summons an air elemental to cause Ariel, the plot that's to happen. It. It's Ariel. It's, yeah, the, yeah. it's the Lady from the Little Mermaid. That's why I knew that. Yeah, the Lady <laughs> from the Little Mermaid starts off as a wind spirit that the wizard summons to cause a shipwreck. Wow, we all right. That's pretty good. That's this sounds like good lore. <laughs> the reason yeah. the only reason I know Prospero is because he shows up in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen comic. <laughs> Dude, you said so. And he's but, Alan Moore's self-insert at rules. I also thought I knew the character Caliban, but the character that I was thinking of actually is actually named Calabac. <laughs> <laughs> so, so before we started this, so this episode uh, contains references to the Shakespeare play The Tempest. And before we started this, I was like, do you guys know anything about this or do I have to look it up? And thank goodness these guys know about it. Yeah, the short version I will hit you with right now. We'll go to the more details as necessary, but it's the only Shakespeare play that you can really do as a one person show because the wizard Prospero literally makes everything in the plot happen by his own will and everyone just kind of vaguely reacts to ah fuck the wizard says we got to do this so i guess we do it 
Sam said that the the only reason he knew a lot of it was because he knew like the comic book references to uh, to the play. And it made me remember that one time I wrote a paper for English class in high school and I didn't know that it was that that quote of uh, am I a man dreaming I'm a butterfly or a butterfly dreaming I'm a man. I didn't know that that was like a famous quote. And so I quoted it, but I quoted it from Chrono Trigger because they say it in there. And you quoted it wrong, and Chrono Trigger is, or am I a bowling ball dreaming that I'm a plate, plate of sashimi? Plate of sashimi, you yeah. fool, you no, moron. No, no. I quoted it as the plate of sashimi, but I was oh, just okay, like, good. but I was like, oh shit, that's super deep. Did you, uh, did you source your quote there? I did. Hell, Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. That's the American public education system, ladies and gentlemen. I got an A. (laughs) (laughs) Your teacher didn't have much going on that week, huh? She told me that I should write short stories when I grow up because I was a talented writer. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so so Doc is walking through this set, uh, and and he's trying to learn to say Vini Vini Vici, but he keeps fucking it up, right? Like yeah, he fucks up saying words. <laughs> six so, fucking syllables, Doug. And I think that this means here that really the key to this magic trick is just saying those words. Because when Doug was doing the trick for BB and Chalky, uh, all he did was wave his hands and say those words and he expected it to work, right? Mm-hmm. So I really think that this is a magic phrase in this universe. Yeah, maybe it's actual wizardry instead of sleight of hand and trickery. I think it is. Maybe he's learning devilry. (laughs) Doug seeks to gain the powers of a wizard. Incidentally, this is a play about how for a wizard to be happy, he has to stop doing fucking magic. (laughs) That's untrue. Stop doing magic, Doug. Nobody likes it. Damn. (laughs) Maybe that's... Oh, so you think that that is like the parallel that we're making with the Shakespeare play and also with Doug? That's the most obvious one. We'll get to the deeper ones later. Fair. All right. Well, so (laughs) Doug is just walking through this place and then he just walks into Judy, right? Like he's not paying any attention. He runs directly into Judy and then a kid like falls on Judy and then Doug continues just talking to nobody, right? He doesn't even notice that he runs into Judy. (laughs) See, first Doug, funny, take your pathetic little vaudeville act off my stage now. Her bray also falls off here, and her head shape is bizarre. <laughs> I, like, I paused it, and I had, like, an uncanny valley feeling looking at her. It's just like because mini cone head. <laughs> just because the beret's gone? Yeah, the beret's gone, and her head, like, comes to a point. Oh, damn. Maybe Doug... Yeah, that's a thing that used to happen when they... If you don't get delivered right as a baby, occasionally cone-headedness occurs. Maybe Doug ran into her so hard that this happened. I'll I'll post a picture of it on the Twitter because it it gave me pause in this visual in medium. this in this awful fucking episode. That's one of the few times I paused it. Yes, one of the few times. <laughs> yeah, their time is pig duck. Oh yeah, yeah. pig duck. Well, the uh, other little thing Judy says is she's so pissed off about this is no oh, brave new world that has such people in it. Which is exactly the opposite of how that line is used in the play. Like, it's said by the wizard's daughter, who is just completely isolated. He's raised her alone on this island. And he's just telling her, hey, there's some new people on the island. And she's like, wow, 
people who aren't my dad or his slave. Cool. <laughs> so you're saying, well, maybe that she's using that phrase because uh, the people that are her dad and her dad's slave is Doug's dad and Doug, respectively. Okay, it, I mean, it became ironic with the book Brave New World, which is an ironic twist on that on that saying. Yeah, Brave New World's whole deal is, oh, no, it's possible to change the nature of people so that you can have a horrible tyranny. All you and, gotta do is pump them full of, like, sex drugs, and they love it. Oh. It's, Which, I mean, true. same. True, yeah. Give, <laughs> Give me, me good, candy. Uh, <laughs> gentle viewers, if you have any sex drugs, you can send them to me. <laughs> okay. And I'm you'll get it. Fuel Box 42069 in Los Angeles, California. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> that one, that probably exists, and it costs a lot. because And it gets sent it. a ton of, like, boner pills and shit. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, uh, so... Doug gets sad, and he says that it was very depressing because nobody wanted to see my card trick. Yeah, that's the depressing part. Yes. Mm. And he he gets the card trick right for the first time just as he walks into his living room and sees a fucking random kid sitting on his couch watching TV. Todd the God. (laughs) Power move, this kid. Yes, we learned that this... Todd the pervert. (laughs) <laughs> we learn that this is Todd, a a a young kid who is in Judy's theater school, but has been kicked out again because he thinks that she hates him. He has ADHD, one thousand percent, and some other issues too. Because <laughs> appa- like, apparently, apparently, like Judy is just like. I don't want to have you in my class, so you should just go into my house and watch TV. (laughs) Instead of doing this extracurricular activity that your parents signed you up for, go and watch some cartoons. Also, at the end of the episode, you are given the role of the main character of The Tempest as a fucking second grader. Even though you haven't rehearsed at all because I kicked you out because I think you're annoying. Because <laughs> you spent, remember, every Thursday <laughs> watching As TV. As we know. <laughs> watching TV in Doug's house. As as we know, it happens every Thursday. Every time we've we've done an episode on this TV show, we've mentioned the TV Shakespeare. And this is the first time that Doug has walked into his living room on a Thursday. (laughs) Maybe this is the first Thursday, like ever. God, imagine if that was actually how it worked. If we went back and watched the earlier episodes, and now just any time they were in the living room, just like one. One out of seven times. Todd's there. <laughs> Todd's there, but Doug is too busy reading his magic tricks book to notice. Or Skeeter's that. there, or Doug's playing video games, and Todd is just kind of there watching, like, oh, okay, new. <laughs> He's just like squatting over a house plant. And Judy's just like, back, back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Maybe the parents take Todd to the mall or something. That's where his parents always are. <laughs> They're babysitting Todd. Maybe Todd's actually Doug's brother. Maybe. <laughs> it's just like his mom is like Phil's uh, side piece. <laughs> Maybe. 
Oh, man. That's why he thinks Doug is so cool, because he wants to have a relationship with his brother. Right. (laughs) Well, so Doug is just like, he does this magic trick, and the kid just yells, do it again, yeah! And Doug keeps doing the same trick over and over again, but with a different prop, and the kid is fucking amped. Two-year-olds were a lot easier to keep entertained before YouTube. <laughs> Come on, do that trick again. Uh, okay. Veni, vini, vici. Do it again. Veni, vini, vici. Do it again. Huh. Todd was so impressed, he started coming over almost every day. I think it's only been also, like, one or two days because they mentioned later that they had school again, which implies, like, it's... Friday and then the weekend. So he's only come over like two or three days if time, you know, works like it does in this world. Sure. So like he comes over Fridays. He's there on every Thursday, right? So he's there on Thursday. Yeah, he comes over one day and Doug is just like he came over every day. (laughs) Well, maybe he came over Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like maybe they have Friday off of school that day or something. I think that's the case. But it's not, there's not a lot of time progressing here, I do not think. Yeah, I would agree with that. And it felt pretty great having somebody look up to me for a change. The man like Creed. (laughs) It feels great the first moment that you experience fame for this thing you've been trying to do for a while. When, I don't know, you've sold your show to a TV network and suddenly people care about you. (laughs) It's specifically younger kids care about it, care about the show. In Minecraft. (laughs) In Minecraft. Oh, well... So, Doug is playing a banjo with him in a tree. Doug is playing his banjo, and Doug is, and Todd is playing a stick. And then Doug shows them reading comic books together, and Doug hands the kid a bonkers comic book, and the kid holds the book upside down, and Doug just starts laughing at his own comic book, and so the kid laughs too at his book. While reading it upside down. Yeah, the small child cannot possibly understand the highly cerebral nature of Doug's entertainments. What was the name of the comic? It has, like, a dumbass name, didn't it? Yeah, so the comic is named Barfo. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's Barfo. Is Doug's comic named Bonkers, then? Well, Doug's is Barfo. I don't know what (laughs) Todd's is. I'm I'm still going. (laughs) Well, so, but the thing is, Doug, after handing this book to him, he immediately asked the kid, immediately, he says, did you get to the part about the baloney shoes? (laughs) And the kid doesn't answer. He's just like, he, he stares at Doug And then he asks Doug to read it to him. The kid laughs first while holding the comic book upside down, humoring Doug. This is a fucking (laughs) simp. What I think this is, so this part right here is the first part in my overarching theory of what this is. I think that this is a study on, like, father issues, right? Because Mm. I think that this Hmm, kid is making Doug be his surrogate father. Because I don't think he has a father. Yeah, we we don't see a dad here. We don't Mm. see the dad ever, including at the very end when we see the mom attending the, the, the performance and she's sitting with Doug's friends, right? And we also know that Doug only technically has a dad. (laughs) <laughs> <Only technically. laughs> but 
But I think... Hey, Doug has two dads. He has Mr. Dink, and he has Phil. Yeah, he has two dads and seven grandmas. That's right, yeah. Oh, seven grandmas now. We had six last time. (laughs) The grandmas increase in number every time we don't look at them. Every time you start thinking about the grandmas, they uh, (laughs) go back in time and add several more grandmas. That's good, yeah, of course. We need to stop talking about grandmas. We're up to 14. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) Podcasting is inventing a type of grandma and then getting mad at them. Indeed. (laughs) Well, so, but he asked Doug to read in the comic book, right? And so Doug takes him upstairs. Like, they don't actually read the comic book, but Doug takes him up to his room, presumably to read the comic book. And the kid thinks that Doug's room fucking rocks. And he runs around. baby. (laughs) (laughs) And he runs around just touching everything, just getting chocolate on all of Doug's already chocolate-covered things. Yeah, they, like, (laughs) turn the... They try to turn the radio on, and it makes a flip, like, a a switch sound, and then just nothing happens. Yeah! Yeah, the kid's, like... It's very weird. The kid is, like... now we bring you online (laughs) for our next hour of absolute silence. The kid is, like, petting the radio, right? He's, like, touching it. (laughs) And then Doug... Doug is like, here's how you turn it on, and he turns the knob, and nothing <laughs> turns on. So yeah, so Doug like sits on his bed, right, and he, he he's about to like start reading or something. Shoes off he, with shoes <laughs> off for the first time ever. No feetsies though. He's wearing socks, which is bullshit. Oh my god. Oh my god. As the Doug Wiki reminded us, the Doug Wiki <laughs> is tended by wise and powerful people. <laughs> this Foot is wizard. an actual set of lines in the Doug Wiki uh, that we did it right. But so then the kid, he goes under Doug's bed and then pulls out a shoebox, right? And holds it up to Doug. Yeah, that little gremlin just like scurries under his bed and is pulling <laughs> shit out. Yeah. This is where I store my good shit. Well, that's what Doug says, because he he pulls the kid in close, and he goes, shh, that's where I keep my secret stuff. (laughs) Which we know, which we know isn't true, because he has the do not open box in his Uh closet. (laughs) Right? Although that might be Phil's secret stuff. We did postulate that that might be Phil's secret stuff. Right. It's, uh, It's entrusted to Doug by Phil. Right, right, right. Well, we, he, he immediately opens up, thank God, and shows us what's in the secret stuff box. Not not even a single piece of pornography. Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> well, all he has in there, he says he has fool's gold. He says, he says that he has a buffalo head penny. Which What is that? What is a buffalo head penny? I think that was a thing at some point. Like it's a penny ki- with a buffalo head. <laughs> like okay. some kind of fancy nonsense. There's also some like uh, gimmick places you could go that uh, you put a penny in and it would press down on the penny and turn it into a different sure. penny. Yeah, okay, fair enough. In every museum in America. Right. Yeah. He also has he has a bag of baby teeth, which better be his baby teeth. Yeah, it's in like a salt shaker too. Yeah. Just a little sh- bit on top of your food. It doesn't it doesn't say Doug's baby teeth. It yeah. says baby teeth. Baby teeth never worn. Uh, <laughs> or say watch, baby teeth. Watch punched be, out of Stinky's mouth. They're Todd's baby teeth. They're Dale's baby teeth. Yeah. Skeeter. Doug's just like, Skeeter, can you get me Dale's baby teeth? And Skeeter's like, cool, man. <laughs> and Skeeter's <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> 
Oh man, I got spares. <laughs> uh, well, but he also has he has arrowheads, and he has a picture. So the the Todd immediately latches onto the picture, and he pulls it out. It is it is a picture of a baby, and he says, "Who's this?" <laughs> and, it, me, and it is apparently Doug says that that is me, baby Doug, with my friend Monk Monk. <laughs> Monk Monk is his Monk stuffed Monk. monkey. Which, we have seen Baby Doug before, too. And we have seen Baby Doug with stuffed animals before, but we have never seen Not Monk Monk. Monk. <laughs> Not Monk Monk. We've seen Baby Doug riding Baby Pork Chop, which was <laughs> wild. But we've never seen Monk Monk, unfortunately. Uh, but thankfully, in this box, Doug also has the beat-up, desecrated head of Monk Monk. <laughs> Eyes yeah. pulled out. It's falling apart. He's disrespected Monk Monk. <laughs> Folks, he's disrespected Monk Monk. Look, sometimes you treat Monk Monk a little harshly, and he ends up kind of bruised and battered at the end of a long day. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he also has one other thing in this box. He a has used a s- tiny condom. <laughs> Yes. Effectively, because he has a a small treasure chest that he opens up, and apparently in the treasure chest is that same ketchup packet that Doug slid on in the very first episode to uh, accidentally squirt ketchup onto Patty Mayonnaise's burger. Yes, her burger. Right, where he has wonderful aim. <laughs> It, it's so wild to me, like, thinking back. To, I, we probably like, went over it in the first episode, but it's so wild. She's just like, oh, boy, you got floor ketchup all over my burger. Yeah, and uh, and also we did very much have an extended riff on the fact that his first thing to say after that is to go, oh, God, oh, no, I must have squirted you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This never happens. <laughs> this never happens. I squirted you. It, and like we guys we we were talking about earlier, they they reshow this uh, this scene, the scene of Doug at the Honker Burger tripping on the the ketchup packet, and they redo the animation for it. Yeah, they totally reanimate it. They don't reuse any assets here for no payoff. There's no reason <laughs> to do that. They reuse some, but not all of <laughs> really? the original voice acting, which yeah. is really? bizarre. That rocks. Yeah. It's so weird. There's, I I. <laughs> There must be somebody that had, like, a problem with the animation. They're just like, look, this has to be perfect. This yeah, has I mean, to it... suck just this much amount. Because, <laughs> I mean, the animation style has changed since the first season, uh-huh. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, it looks it looks different. I'll give them that. They did re... They, like I said, they reanimated it. <laughs> I feel like it would have been quaint to show the old animation again, right? It would have been fine. It would have like done it... exactly the same thing. And it would have been evidence that it was from an old episode and not yeah. the something they made up like fucking monk monk right and this show has progressed (laughs) yeah (laughs) in some ways (laughs) well no they 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 reshow this in order to give explanation for why doug has a fucking rotten moldy ketchup packet from over a year ago he has the ketchup packet inside a tinier container in the big container (laughs) I'll explain it to you when you're older. When you get burners like me, an 11-year-old. Oh, excuse me, 12-year-old. <laughs> when, when you accidentally... He's 12 now. <laughs> we don't know that. It was his birthday, yeah, baby. That's but... right. 
He's not. I mean, I've been saying he's 11, so I'm gonna, he, I have to say a different age now. We had, we had a birthday. <laughs> a birthday. And we've had celebrations of him being here for a year. <laughs> two Dude. years ago. Yeah, that happened two years apart. Actually, wait a second. I'm just not thinking of this. What grade are you in when you're 11? Five or six. All yeah. right. Because it makes sense it, in quotation marks. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Just because the fact that it's brought up later on that this kid is in second grade and also can't read is a little <laughs> weird. Well, I can't a, read either, so. I seem to recall by second grade, you were expected to know how the, the little squiggly lines make sounds when, when you do the thing with you look at them and then sounds come out. Oh, this is ADHD. But Doug's in fifth grade and he can't read, so who knows? <laughs> Doug has his own problems. As someone with ADHD, I can confirm that none of us can read. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Doug was also holding his comic book upside down, and the kid was just like, oh, well, I guess that we should do this. <laughs> right? Like Winnie, Winnie, when he was trying to copy Doug. <laughs> oh, man. Well, he says that he'll explain it to this kid when he's older, and then Todd just says, Doug, you're the coolest person I've ever known in my whole life. Uh huh. Interesting thing to be in a second grader's vocabulary. I think I really think that Doug is being his surrogate dad here, right? I I think I think this is Doug being like, "What if somebody thought I was cool?" I I really think this is Jim Jenkins talking about God. These fucking kids who look up to me. I think it could be a combination of all of these things. And there's We're all more... right at the same time. I think so, too. And I think that there is evidence. I, I have more evidence for mine as we go. I don't. Uh, I okay. Do. <laughs> cool. Mine involves, mine involves lore, so you know it's better. Oh, baby. Mine involves good old American common sense. <laughs> <laughs> Which means no proof and is actively wrong. Correct. And is aggressive about being actively wrong. <laughs> and will never back down. And as such, it's the most powerful theory of the Never theory. apologize. <laughs> of course. Well, so then we cut to Doug at school the next day. Or not the next day, probably the Monday. So after the weekend. Uh, and they're sitting in the quad. Uh, Doug is with Chalky and Skeeter. And Chalky is telling about a movie that he saw where the best part was when a dog breathed some helium. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's that probably, a classic chestnut. It's, we're going back to the dog killing in this show. Like, they fucking, there's probably the next scene was the dog eating chocolate, yeah, so, right? so, like, dogs, like... <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I have to say the sentence, but traditionally dogs don't talk. So it would be like the dog barking high pitched. I mean, that would kick ass. I think that's what he's supposed to be doing in this, right? He's going to be like, oh, kills dog to have them breathe helium. It probably does. Just, well, I mean, in this it's universe, an inert it doesn't. Gas, it won't kill him. And Chalky's just like, ha ha, dog's dead. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, so Todd approaches while they're talking <laughs> about this. And Todd has brought a friend who doesn't speak this entire time because he's just sitting there staring in horror. 
As Todd no, brags he's about over to another tab, and he's doing other more interesting things while his friend does a podcast. <laughs> God, big God, close your fucking browsers, both of you guys. Never. I have no browsers open. Oh my God. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what during the course of this podcast you have posted the same picture in our Discord? I have about... that on my clipboard. Thank oh. you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there he posts it again, right there. Anyways, no, so... I didn't. <laughs> okay, You're that was to... you. Who do you? Trust your dear reader. <laughs> Do you trust me or Sam, dear reader? Sam is the correct answer. <laughs> Dial into the contest line. God. Well, so he's the Todd is bragging to this kid about knowing Doug. The grim. worst, absolutely the, grim. The absolute worst brag ever. And Chalky just looks horrified and says that it's fucking lame that Doug has been hanging out with second graders. <laughs> to be fair, correct. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the kid says, And we're friends. We do everything together. We read comic books and play banjo and magic tricks and look at Monk Monk. Monk Monk? Oh, yeah, dude? Oh, yeah? Mm. What does that mean? We go to Doug's room and look at Monk Monk. <laughs> Let's all look at Monk Monk together, shall we? God. So, post an image of Monk Monk for us. No. Monk Monk can only come out when I'm feeling uh, extra special. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and Chalky just looks at Doug and is like, uh, Monk Monk? <laughs> And then Doug goes, well, it's time for class, and runs away. <laughs> Never explains what Monk Monk is. That's probably for the best. That's probably for the best. Never you mind. <laughs> like, God. Who's the, who's the guy that's like, please have a seat on the... Uh, oh, Brian whatever or something? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about right yeah, now. Yeah, like, that's... Who is Monk Monk? <laughs> yeah. no. Doug, please sit down. Who is Monk Monk? <laughs> Like Doug's to catch like, a predator, that's it. I can't remember yeah. the name of the guy. He's, he walks into Doug's house and goes, Doug, please sit down. Who is Monk Monk? And then Doug goes, please, <laughs> let me go to my room and get my secret box of treasures to show you. <laughs> God. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, so the kid just like... He pretends, as they run away, as Doug runs away, the kid pretends to be like Doug and fails to do a magic trick, exactly like Doug does. Yeah, no, got it in one. Good job, kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just, like, pulls a card out and tries to throw it into his sleeve with the same hand. <laughs> and every, everybody just stares at him in horror as the Doug pulls him away. Everyone is just like, dude, you need to get on Adderall, my man. <laughs> like, Skeeter specifically looks horrified in this picture. <laughs> Skeeter makes some very good faces in this episode. He Skeeter sure does. doesn't do much in this episode besides make horrified faces, but he puts in excellent work doing so. Also, where's Roger? Roger oh, needs yeah. to be in this episode to make fun of Doug for being friends with the baby. <laughs> that is, this is prime Roger material. Why, <laughs> like, why do they have Chalky here? This yeah. Chalky is yeah. filling the role that Roger should. What the fuck? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> and it's not like odd decision they made. And it's not like Roger's voice actor is off because Roger's voice actor is also Doug's voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? 
Where? And Roger doesn't appear anywhere in this episode. And it's an episode about Doug feeling embarrassed about yeah, something. I unintentionally have more evidence for my theory because that, that I didn't think of that until literally right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because huh. Roger... No, because if Roger was present in this, there'd be somebody who made Doug look bad in front of the adoring child. And that's not how this works. The child can only see Doug as an unspeakable god and not see Doug get bullied. Because if that happened, the child would try to stand up to Roger. And yeah. lose faith in Doug. The first yeah. thing is, the first Todd thing is... Todd the God would no longer be <laughs> Todd the God. He'd be Todd the loser that dresses up like Doug. <laughs> well, two things would happen here if we had Roger trying to bully Doug. One, Todd would beat him up and it yes. would rock. So, oh, yeah. so we didn't want to have to show Todd beating the shit out of Roger. The second, and I just thought, based on our lore, remembering the Demon of Funky Town, we definitely should have named it the Demon of Funky Town, the episode where Doug went to Funky Town and uh, met the demon. We postulated Ooh, yeah, that that yes. might have been the separation of Roger and Skeeter, right? Yeah, Roger and, is still finding his way back from hell. That makes right. sense. Right. So it's possible that Skeeter is here, but Roger is still, uh, yeah, in hell. <laughs> yeah. Roger will eventually fight his way out and make his own separate pack for another one of the Lords of Hell. They fight amongst themselves quite frequently. Right. But it, he's not back yet. That's the only reason he's not here to torment Doug in this time of his deep unhappiness. Right. Okay. Okay. So this this might be part of it. Yeah. Okay. So so Doug pulls the kids away, and then the next scene is the kids waiting in line. For a very specific movie. (laughs) This movie has a fucking title. Holy shit. Its title is Honey, I Microwaved the Dog. What's up, dude? (laughs) Remember I said you have to watch this one to prove we're not bullshitting you? Which, okay, this is... This is the same movie in which the dog breathes helium. So maybe it's just a movie about killing a dog? Yeah, this is like Saw, but against dogs instead of people. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that they all laugh like hell at Honey, I Microwave the Dog. Yeah. That's, uh, that's some shit. Also, this is the first, they've they've frequently gone to movies in the past, and usually Porkchop comes with, but this movie Porkchop does not go. Imagine why. Porkchop is like, fuck that, man. I went to go see the scary monster movie, and I wasn't scared at all, but this movie is awful. He's got to stay at home and shove bonbons into his mouth. (laughs) Hey, hey, he might also be answering any of his fan mail from the other dogs that want to fuck him. Right, uh-huh. hey, he might be sitting at home after winning a zillion bones. He's just sitting at home gorging himself on skeletons. <laughs> Boom amongst us. No, he just, he ate a bunch of chicken bones and now he's choking them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why, he's, that's he's why, filming it so he can put it in this horrible torture porn movie. That's why these days he hangs out with Judy all the time is because Doug wanted to go see this fucking movie. And he's like, nah, man. <laughs> well... <laughs> Doug, Doug and Skeeter, are there, they see Patty and BB in line for the movie as well. And they're like, hey, what's going on? And then Patty is like, you, we should sit together. Ooh. Doug's like, hell yeah, we'll save you some seats. But when they go to save the seats, wouldn't you know it, Todd and his little brother sneak in and steal the two seats. 
And uh, the interesting thing to say about his little brother <laughs> is that they're both dressed like Doug, okay? <laughs> and his little brother has, like, a doll with him. And the doll is a human pig dressed like Doug. <laughs> and at no point is anybody like, hey, what's up with that? What's up with your, your fucking simulacrum of Doug? Yeah, you're Mr. Piggy with Doug. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that, dude? His name's Wesley, right? Yeah, the kid, yes. the other kid. The not Doug is carrying around a fucking voodoo doll of Doug. <laughs> yeah, that it looks like an anthropomorphic pig dressed. The picture, like Doug. the picture that uh, Mike and Jim have been talking about <laughs> features this. This he pig won't stop posting it. We keep getting the Discord notification. It's really hard to focus. The problem is, it's also there. just if you look at it, it's just so goddamn. Like perfect. I said, it's so weird that nobody's just like, hey. <laughs> What's that? Why are you wearing my clothes? (laughs) (laughs) This has to take place after the fashion episode where, like, this is from, like, a secondhand store where everybody, like, sold uh, or donated Doug's clothes, right? Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. Well, Well, then... As they sit down, Todd screams at his mom, who is in the aisleway and looks exhausted. And Todd screams at her. I'm sitting with Doug! All right, Mom? But I'm saving the... And the kid, Wesley, the brother, also has the same voice that Dale has. (laughs) So maybe that's why... baby sound like. Change my mind. Maybe that's why he's so good at bullying Doug with his pig doll. <laughs> it's because he's also Dale. Dale gave him the pig doll. <laughs> yeah, he bought it from Dale. <laughs> Dale, like, Dale was hanging out, out. They go to the same daycare, right? They go to the uh, the same daycare. And Dale is sitting oh, out my front. My older brother won't stop talking about this fucking dog dipshit. Dale is dressed like him. Dale is like leaning against the brick wall, wearing sunglasses and smoking a candy cigarette. And he's like, "Oh, you want to buy something to bully Doug with?" (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the club, buddy. They say I can't operate outside the ding dong daycare, but what do adults know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) God. Well, so they they sit there and watch the movie, and Doug imagines during the movie he imagines performing as the great Dougini. Behold, I'm some kind of great showman who many people have come to see. And the only thing I want to do is take these children who idolize me and be rid of them forever. Right. We also need to note, I forgot to say this, that when the kid yells at his mom, he yells that he need that she needs to change his name to Doug. Well, that's just <laughs> that normal. Todd wants her to change his name to Doug. Uh, but okay, so in this fantasy, the great Dougini asks his two assistants, Doug and Doug, to step into this box. And they do, 
And Doug locks them up and then stabs them. No, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't fantasize about doing a magic trick here. He fantasizes about murdering these two kids. He does the, the quote unquote magic trick after he like tie like he locks it up and then stabs it through with swords. Is that the floor drops out and it drops into like a big body of water? And he yeah, that's the trick in in quotation marks, right? And it's not that he'll make them disappear and come back. He the quote he says is, "When I shout the magic words, my two assistants will vanish into thin air forever." <laughs> <laughs> and they're yes. just like, "Yes, we wish to die for you, Doug. That's Our what names they do. are yours. Our lives are yours. This is basically the prestige." <laughs> <laughs> Because they smile and get in, and then Doug stabs them. <laughs> and then Anything the, for you, master. And the audience goes fucking wild, but it turns out that this same audience is entirely filled with the two kids yelling, do it again, while waving the Doug pig simulacrum. Yeah, uh, real normal, not creepy stuff here. Uh-huh. And Doug screams, because he'll never be able to murder all those kids. <laughs> you gotta have a can-do attitude, Doug. <laughs> right. The great Doug Eeny should figure something out. Uh, well, we cut to the Honker Burger, where all the kids are laughing about the movie. And both Todd and Wesley are sitting on opposite sides of the table from each other. Yeah, they're and, just there. Nobody was just like, uh, yeah, what are you and, doing? And Wesley, specifically, is like the furthest into the booth. Like, Wesley is on the window side of the booth, which means that they chose to sit <laughs> yeah, with Wes, Wesley. Yeah, Wesley picked it. <laughs> yeah, Wes, Wesley picked the booth. And then BB and <laughs> Patty sat next to him. <laughs> Just like this guy's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doug, this guy looks cool. He's wearing clothes that he's got a pig that looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And wait, Wesley has changed between these two scenes. Like like uh, uh, Todd is still wearing Doug's clothes, but Wesley is now wearing something else. I didn't notice that. That's uh that's very, interesting. It's very Maybe weird. Change. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is he still holding the Doug pig though? Yes. Oh yeah. Is the it pig still is... dressed like Doug? Oh yeah. You know. It. <laughs> so he didn't bring a change of clothes for his voodoo doll. Oh, Got it. That's right. That's how we know this is a voodoo doll. I wonder how. Wonder what. Or that voodoo doll's like normal dresses. <laughs> like when it's not obsessed about Doug. <laughs> it's it's just nude. Right, it's just a tiny wiener on it. <laughs> and his mom was like, we gotta put something on Yeah, this. we gotta... Uh, <laughs> we gotta dress this up like We gotta get this guy into Barbie dolls or we something. Gotta, we gotta dress this up like your new dad, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so they sit there, and then when they're talking about this movie, the two kids just start barking like dogs. <laughs> And then the party at the end of the movie <laughs> with a dog? <laughs> hey, ew, please. And everybody is is reasonably like, uh <laughs> So uh Doug, are these yours? Especially BB. BB's just like, 
um. <laughs> and then the kids just start spitting at each other. <laughs> Again, you have to watch this episode. You we're have, not, we're you, not fucking with you. I swear, you, I swear to goodness. I would like you to pause and imagine a Mr. Jenkins going out for a dinner with his friends and being recognized by some goddamn kids. And I am they crying. <laughs> you can tell where I'm going with this. Yeah, the two kids just start spitting at each other in front of him. Yeah. And talk about how cool he is and how cool Doug is. And they have a oh. tiny hog golem that's dressed just like him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so Doug yells at Todd. He yells at him to stop it. And then Todd yells back to him, my name is Doug. <laughs> I'm yes. beco- I will become you. You're a witness to a great becoming. <laughs> and, and the baby Wesley waves the pig in Doug clothes at Skeeter and at Beefy and yells, Doug, Doug, Doug. <laughs> Just awesome. It's magnificent. So you have to watch. This has to be the only episode of Doug right. that you watch. Do not watch a single other episode. If you have to watch one episode of Doug, watch Doug's Man. This is some high-concept horse shit. This one rocks so much. This one is agony. And while the baby is waving the Doug golem, Todd sneaks underneath the table just he jumps underneath the table and well no wait before he jumps under the table he just screams i eat everything doug eats and then goes to take a fry from doug like and then slams his arm into his drink container knocking over the drink into doug's fries and doug gets fucking pissed as pad he wipes it up without saying anything yeah, this yes. is like one of the four times Doug is legitimately angry in this this series. Yeah, it's like you fucking kid, you <laughs> stupid asshole. This you got my there. fries soggy. Somebody of lesser social status than Doug has inconvenienced him. There will be hell to pay for this. No, this right here is where I think that this is like a daddy issues thing, right? Because the kid is trying to imitate their dad, fucks it up, and and embarrasses the dad in front of the new woman that he is courting, in front of new stepmom, and then stepmom is like, oh, it's fine, I'll just wipe it up, don't make a big deal out of it, while the kid is like, well, the dad is like god damn it right <laughs> like i think this is yeah. fucked up yeah. i think this is a really fucked up section oh you thought this was fucked up did you the part where <laughs> a small part. child insists i'm you this part right here this whole scene i think is the really fucked up part of this oh episode. incredibly I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Ultimate Warrior go into the ring before, but I'm literally doing the Ultimate Warrior uh, rope shake thing with my desk right now. 
<laughs> we'll be able to pick that up on your audio track and have to silence that. Yeah, uh, whoever's editing this, fucking <laughs> pipe in the Ultimate Warriors theme song right here. No, we'll get sued. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll uh, do it. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, so, so while Patty is cleaning this up and Doug is fucking screaming at this kid, uh, the kid ducks underneath the table. He just like disappears. And then we gotta go find Monk Monk. (laughs) (laughs) And Patty Patty takes her fries, holds them to Doug, and is like, Would you like a dry fry? Ha ha ha. Oh, whoa. And Doug is like, Ooh, don't mind if I do, my lady. The kid, I'll confess I skipped this part. It just hurt too much to watch. The kid leaps up from underneath the table, slams his fucking head into their fries. Knocking them everywhere, just exploding the fries everywhere. Just everywhere, and yells, Can I ask you something? Dad! <laughs> papa? <laughs> Why do you want to have sex with Mama, Papa? That's, that's what he says! Because he says, Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? How come you turn red every time you see Patty? Does that mean you're in love with her? Hold up! Hold, hold up! You know, here's your ketchup. Trust me, hell yeah. Creepy. Todd the God. God. <laughs> God. 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 <laughs> And Doug, again, just fucking screams at the kid. He's like, you're embarrassing me in front of your new mom. And he says, he tells the kid. That's it. No more. You have to go, Todd. Go where? Go sit with your mom. Just get away from me, please. And then the kid, he walks away takes his brother with him, and then tries to act like dad and yells at his brother to get away from him, right? Perpetuating the cycle of abuse. Perpetuating the cycle. It's holy shit. Like, this right here, this scene here is my evidence for holy fuck, this is a really, really awful episode in addition to being wildly awesome. And yeah, being the best episode ever. And also, right. I would like to point out the possibility that somebody asked Jim Jenkins, so did Doug and Patty ever get together? God, I don't care. No, I never got together with her. You little shits, I'm trying to have a fun time in public, and you people will not stop hounding me! Now I'm let me play with my pig doll. <laughs> <laughs> It's dressed up like Doug. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, uh, so after, and this is, so Doug yells at these kids. He yells at them, like, away from the rest of the kids, right? He's like, you're coming with me, mister. And he yells at them to go away. Right, he's four feet away from the table that he just left. Everyone can hear him. He's literally causing a scene, right? Everyone can hear him cause a scene while he thinks he's being, like, a good dad, right? And he comes back to the table, and the kids are all, like, looking at him with horrified expressions. they're they're kids, dude. They're, like, little dudes. They're, like, little people. They're, like, why did you yell at them? (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's the face they're giving him. And Doug just goes, ha ha, kids. Sometimes <laughs> like you just thinks, gotta shout at children, baby. He thinks this is normal. Yep. God. <laughs> kids. Now, note here that Todd and his brother are together. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're together and they don't leave. <laughs> and, <laughs> and their mom is doing something at the Honker Burger. Yeah. What? Who knows? Mom has allegedly brought them to the Honker Burger because she mentions this later. Yeah, maybe she like drove everybody in the group to the Honker Burger, which is a very funny image to me. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah, mom is just like, oh, yeah, uh, do you want to bring Doug and his girlfriend to the Honker Burger, Todd? <laughs> God. Well, uh, the next scene is it cuts away to Doug sitting in his kitchen. It, and it is thunderstorming outside, like bad, like heavy thunderstorm. And Doug is sitting at the table idly doing a card trick by himself <laughs> Uh, saying that he feels bad about Todd. And Judy and Porkchop are still working on a set piece also in the kitchen. Meaning that Porkchop is just, he's just friends with Judy now, right? He's, yeah. he's doing everything Judy does. It's Judy's dog now. Because <laughs> yeah. keep, Doug keeps trying to poison him. <laughs> also because Doug went and saw a dog snuff film. Uh-huh. I think that might make the relationship a little fraught. Call me crazy. God. Well, Judy is like, yeah, I mean, you can't feel too bad about it because Todd Bentley fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> That's what she said. He, just get him on some Ritalin. He'll be fine. <laughs> well, Todd's mom calls and Todd, Doug's like, oh, it's going to be Todd. Fuck, I don't want to pick up a stupid kid. But turns out that it's the mom and she says that she lost Todd somewhere at the Honker Burger. Mother she, of the year. She was there. And she brought his brother home, too. <laughs> yes. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, he'll still turn up as Whatever. she drives away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Doug imagines, he goes into Fantasy Zone, and he imagines the scene of him yelling at Todd again, which he yells at him exactly the same way. He doesn't paint himself in any different respect. And here comes some symbolism. <laughs> and while it is storming, and it's storming out also in this scene, and Todd runs out the door screaming into the rain, almost getting hit by a truck and into the woods. The truck is just labeled big. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remind me, what's uh, Jim Jenkins' production studio called? Jumbo. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've seen Big Co. before. I think we've seen uh, trucks for A Big A truck Co. that's just labeled Big is so funny to me. <laughs> Why? Of course. I know it. I can see it. What kind of truck <laughs> is it? Well, you know, a big one. <laughs> Oh man! You could have put anything on that truck. Nothing. <laughs> you could have put nothing on it, but they put big. <laughs> it's like if there was a cow and it just said cow on it. That's effectively what we've seen before in this show. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, <laughs> Doug, while he's on the phone, he's like, "I don't know where Todd is." And then he happens to look out the window, and the, there's Todd sitting in the sitting in the tree in a thunderstorm. <laughs> yes, like a big lightning storm. Like you can see the lightning visibly, but Todd is sitting in a tree. And Doug is like, "Hang on, I know where he is. All right, I'll go get him." And he walks over to Todd in the rain. Todd, get away from me! Well, come. Cause you hate me! I don't hate you! You do too! That's it! 
No more. You have to go, Todd. Todd, I didn't mean to. I just wanted you to like me. It's uh, so sad. <laughs> and Doug is like, oh, well, I know what that's like. And he climbs up into the tree. And he's like, every time that I try to impress someone too much, it backfires. Yeah. Which I guess this is Fair. evidence for this episode happening after the first magic yeah. show episode. I'm, yeah, well, the first trick that he does, everyone hates in this episode. So I oh. guess, I mean, it actually it actually comes full circle. You're not reminded of it until the end, but I, I'll, I'll give it credit. That's true, actually. Huh, good point. Yeah. All right. So he sort of, like, thinks back to that. All right. Yeah. Eh, almost he's, he's almost <laughs> using a lesson that he's too late sort of. using a lesson that he learned earlier in order to do something that's but he doesn't learn it sure <laughs> <laughs> it's his little uh his little clone baby <laughs> learns it right well uh he says doug tells him that you're great at imitating people and we know Are you that. <laughs> who have you imitated it's Judy the one time. And Doug, question mark, the rest of the episode? Yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't actually, like, yeah. he doesn't actually act like Doug. The only to actually come to think of it, the only time that he imitates Doug is one, wearing his clothes, and two, in this moment when he says, get away from me, just like how Doug did. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess in saying I want to be named Doug. <laughs> and I guess you're great total- at being obsessive and creepy, Todd. And I, oh, there it is. He's big, great at doing that, and he's great at being like Doug in in that he ruins Doug's chances with Patty Manis. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you're great at imitating people. We know that, but there's a time and a place for it. They decide that the time and the place for that is being an actor in Judy's play. When you decide you're going to be the only character in The Tempest. (laughs) Well, there are other characters because there's other kids. One is dressed up like an angel and another is dressed up like a hunchback and another is a girl and another is a girl holding a scythe. That's probably Penelope. See, there's other characters. The thing is that all the other characters in The Tempest don't really have any dynamics. There is only one character who does anything, and it's Prospero. And maybe Caliban, if you count the fact that he gets a joke, but none of his arc moves at all. Like, the entire thing of The Tempest, which is a weird bit of thematic resonance with this episode is that the grand climax of it is the magician casting aside his tools and saying, I have accomplished all I seek to accomplish. I am done. I will return to the normal world and interact with the regular people as one of them because being a godlike wizard is boring. It's not very good, quite frankly. So that's the symbolism for this writer writing one episode and being like, fuck you, I'm out. I've created the perfect work of art. Now I will never create again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and I've, I've learned the, the, the terrible nature of my wrongdoings of writing a Doug episode. <laughs> art is too dangerous. I must never partake in it again. Also, yes. I trolled the shit out of my brother, question mark. I forget exactly how the plot works, but part of the whole deal <laughs> is that he's just trolling the shit out of his brother who stole his inheritance. I'll break my wand and drown my... Look, as you run crime, 
things would pardoned be. Let your indulgence set me free! It's the famous hardcore pornography scene. (laughs) The part where he says, look, I'm kind of sorry for kidnapping you. If I promise not to do wizard shit anymore, are we even? Yes. And watching this, we see a shot of Panny, BB, Chalky, and Skeeter, and then Todd's mom and his brother. So the only adult is in the in the audience is Todd's mom. So I really think that this is that Doug is being his surrogate dad uh-huh. here. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. new dad. It's new dad. It's definitely new dad. The person who's taught this kid everything he knows from watching his show, <laughs> uh, magic, magic. I mean magic, <laughs> is uh, watching on with a smile as the kid has developed an existence independent of him, mimicking other better artists. <laughs> it's punished, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> The funny five, Doug. The funny five dads. (laughs) The funny five dads. The dads are going to have to increase their score if they're going to compete with the grandmas. The grandmas (laughs) are currently at 10 to the third. Shit, yeah, we just mentioned them again, so there's more. Uh, (laughs) But so Doug has found that he's found an outlet for his magic because he's sitting in a tree nearby doing special effects for the show where he has a bag of dust that is labeled vanishing dust. He has a, a can that says can o lightning and then a watering can and an aluminum sheet for thunder claps. And he makes the kid disappear after doing all these magic things. And he, he, he appears next to Doug in the tree and they hug and they smile. And oh yeah, Doug is wearing a turban that is made out of a bath towel for some reason. Why not? Whatever. And that's it. (laughs) That's the episode, you guys. God. Uh, Uh I'm still doing the Ultimate Warrior thing. Yeah. (laughs) This this episode is the epitome of Destericity. What's that mean? like destiny and uh i forget the other word true <laughs> warrior had its own exciting mini language let me, let me <laughs> all right <laughs> okay meanwhile uh desk the truce between destiny and reality <laughs> <There you laughs> absolutely <laughs> absolutely this is a destrous okay well okay. what do we think the moral is here fuck up a second year old okay excuse me a second grader a there second you go second year old's very good the second year old yes that's that normal way we refer to that but uh i think the moral is supposed to be have existence independent of your idols because you're embarrassing me, Jim Jenkins, when I go out in public. Yeah, that makes sense. And also, be nice to your kids, please. <laughs> the immoral episode is Todd is a god. <laughs> also, and then, that. like, he makes this like friendship slash dad with the second grader, and then guess what? Never shows up ever again. 
Yeah, that's right. He never fucking comes back. For my back. next trick, I'm going to make the main character in this play disappear. Wait, yo, he never comes back again because it's never Thursday again. This oh, is yeah, the, I mean, sense. again, it's it's entirely in his brain. <laughs> this is the one and only Thursday. What if I was a dad? And <laughs> what if it was ever Thursday? <laughs> Thursday has never existed except for this one episode. We can de- conclusively determine Thursday was a mistake. <laughs> Thursday, what a concept. Indeed. (laughs) Fuck. All right. Let's cut this one here. Thanks for joining us, everyone, on another episode of The Body Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Doug the Simp, Todd the God. (laughs) Goodbye.